Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. So, a lot of times people will really check in with me and they'll say, Mitch, where do you get your ideas from when you talk about leadership and what it means to be a conscious leader? And I often say, well, I work in the field and I also, because of the nature of the work that I do, I get a lot of phone calls and I got a lot of people who will reach out to me with challenging situations and scenarios. And it's not unusual for those scenarios and situations to be very, very thematic, uh, congruent with each other in the course of a week. Very rarely do I go, does a week go by where I'm hearing a lot of different things. <laughs> it seems like each week has its own theme and Sometimes it's direct. Sometimes it's it's real clear for me to see it. And then other times I'm realizing that I need to look a little bit deeper. I need to look a little bit more at the subtext of what it is that I'm hearing and what it is that I'm seeing and what's coming through. And that allows me to kind of chop shape and form it to really see something potentially deeper that may be even eluding me. And the theme this past week really has been about what I would reference as self-regulation. How do people regulate themselves in the course of a day, in the course of a week? How do they handle the things that go on? How do they make the adjustments that are necessary to not only lead yourself, but subsequently to lead other people? And first and foremost, I can tell you this with great certainty, that it starts with what we are thinking. And often, It's really about how we can be more future focused and be more focused on what it is that we want to create that is really in many ways unfamiliar to us or what is often referenced as the unknown. Because if it's known, we've already done it before. And there's something powerful about stepping into that place where we go, I've never done this before. This is brand new to me. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know where we're going. I just know it's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people don't like that. A lot of people just go, no, I like to know. I like to know. Well, in order to create something that you've never created before, chances are you're not going to know exactly how to get there because otherwise you would have gotten there by now. So this idea of not getting thrown or getting thrown, uh, getting triggered, finding yourself running some form of upset because is going to happen in the course of a day. It's going to happen in the course of a week. It's just part of this human condition. And it's those really kind of those resistance factors, resistance factors that when we come up against them are really those opportunities for breakthroughs. And there's certain things that we have to be purposeful about and with and 
first and foremost has to be our thoughts. So paying attention to what it is that I'm thinking and what are the thoughts that come forward when someone calls me and is upset about something? What is my reaction to it or what is my response to it? And sometimes you get kind of caught off guard. You're, you're kind of doing other things. There's a lot going on. The dogs are barking. The kids are upset. There's a lot happening. And then, boom, I get a phone call. And if I'm not present by the time I answer the phone, there's a possibility that I'm going to get thrown a bit, depending upon what is coming to me or what sometimes may even be coming at me. So I look at it as, in, in many ways, what are the different ways that I'm able to regroup and self-regulate, meaning get back to center, getting back to that place where I'm able to uh, identify what it is that I'm experiencing. Now, this is really all about uh, not just thoughts, but this is also the emotions. Every time you have a thought, every time that I have a thought, there's an emotional uh, component that's added to the mix. And so self-regulating also includes how I'm going to ultimately respond to the emotions that are coming forward. So a lot of this really, the self-regulating component really comes down to something that I've talked about before, which is how do we observe ourselves? How do we be our best observer? How do we start to identify and step back and catch ourselves when we're in reaction to, when we are triggered by something so that we can kind of bring ourselves back to the centered place so that we can start responding more clearly so that really nothing is in the way. There's, there's no resistance that we're an open vessel for love and understanding and compassion and communication with ourselves and uh, therefore with other people. So this idea of self-regulation is, is critical because otherwise really in so many ways, we're all over the place. Now, The process over time, and this is important to understand, the process over time is like anything else, it's about creating mastery. It's it's the experience of, of what you're going through and over time and realizing that you're constantly course correcting. You're constantly in a place of of shifting your perceptions, your experiences, your thoughts, and your emotions so that your response can be uh, more centered and more more embedded in your heart and shared from your heart. So it's not something that you can get to go to sleep on. It's not something that you can get to forget about, especially when you are in a position where you're leading yourself at a high level and leading other people to high level. And your ability to observe yourself as a leader, aware of your thoughts and emotions, aware of the thoughts and the emotions that you are in receipt of through other people, through situations and circumstances, so that you can, in many ways, self-regulate and regulate the temperature of where things are and where things are going. The inherent challenge that we all face is, how do I stay on more often than not? How do I stay present more often than not? And Somebody actually asked me that today, because the the process and the experience of it seems sometimes daunting and overwhelming. And I always say the fastest way to the the present moment, the fastest way to right now, the fastest way to get back to center is always going to be through gratitude. 
Because when you're focused on what you have, not on what you don't have, when you're focused on the abundance of the relationship that you're having a challenge with, when you're focused on the abundance that's looking to be created, the breakthrough opportunity that's looking to be created through dissension or challenges that you're having within your team, when you start to see all of that for what it is, you start to feel gratitude for it. And when you start to feel gratitude for it, you start to feel love for it. And you get those components working. Now you're now you are back in that present moment. Now you're back feeling much more grounded and much more centered because you're not in any place of lack. You're not in any place of judgment. You're not in any place of ego. You're not in any place of righteousness. Your goal is to really be in a position to direct a conversation, one that you may be having with yourself or having with other people or just maybe one other person, direct it towards something that is solution-focused, that's outcome-oriented, that isn't about right and wrong, that isn't about who said what and who did what and that's that's not acceptable and and all of those things that 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 really start to recall for many people old stories, old patterns, old beliefs. And sometimes you have to give somebody a slightly longer leash when they're going through something, slightly longer leash to just let them get it out of their body. And then it becomes, okay, how do I support this person? What's the best way to support this person in in that process of self-regulating? Because self-regulating, like I said, is about getting them back to the present moment. So asking a powerful question of somebody, say, listen, I hear all the challenges that you're going through, and I'm just wondering if you could pick one thing that you're realizing that's coming through loud and clear that actually is presenting itself as an opportunity, what do you think that would be? And now all of a sudden you get them thinking about a solution. You get them thinking about what's uplifting, what's positive. You get their brain moving in a different direction, moving away from lack and moving into abundance, moving into outcome and less in story and less in old beliefs and old things getting triggered. So you're literally bringing that person back to the present moment. They're able to self-regulate. They're able to get their thoughts and their emotions in alignment. And through the process of being able to do that, are then able to then focus on what do we need to do moving forward? What do we need to do to create a bigger, better, bolder outcome? And I talked about this the other week when I talked about dealing with conflict. And sometimes people talk about, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not into conflict, man. I, <laughs> you know, that's just not my thing. Like I don't do well with conflict. And they often, were con- they often confuse conflict with a conversation. Sometimes it's just simply a conversation that needs to happen between people that actually get something back on track. So there's all these breakthrough moments that are happening around us. And the process of being triggered and revealing a projection that maybe we're experiencing with, within ourselves and with other people, this idea of self-regulating, all of these things, all of these trigger points and trigger moments are a winning opportunity. They're literally a winning opportunity. I, you know, I, look, I often look at conflict as a, as a, as a cry for collaboration, healthy conflict. Not ego-based, not ego-driven, but healthy conflict where people are seeing something differently and feel very firmly about it 
and they're engaging in conversation about it. And it's still conflict, and that's okay. That conflict is then saying, gosh, there is something bigger that's here for all of us. The simple fact that we're engaged in this, the simple fact that we're listening to each other with decency and respect, and we're not worried about who's right and who's wrong, but genuinely under, wanting to understand the, the motivation, the inspiration, the, the belief systems that are at play here so that there's a possibility and a strong possibility of that when it's healthy conflict that what will come through this as a result of the experience will be something indeed significantly better. So all of these tools and all of the things and the stuff that I talk about week in and week out is really about seeing the, the mess message in the mess that the trigger moments that we experience are not about, gosh, I wish I was never triggered ever again. It, they're really just gratitude. Thank you, God moments that I'm triggered and then I'm able to then learn these tools as a highly conscious leader because I want to learn and I want to grow. And if I'm going to inspire other people to become that best version of themselves, I have to be actively engaged in that process and in that experience. I have to teach from a place of experience. And I have to teach from a place of knowledge. And I have to teach from a place of wisdom. That's how we go and that's how we grow. So all of these tools really come down to I'm running some form of I'm upset because that's okay. That's actually a good thing. Now I can I can see where my work is or I have an idea of what needs to be uplifted, what needs to be healed, what needs to be addressed that I would have seen if I wasn't in conflict with within myself or with someone else or with a group. It doesn't really matter. I look at all of those moments as opportunities to self-regulate, to discover a deeper truth about myself, to discover a deeper awareness, to discover a path forward that I never considered before. Sometimes it's about waking up to the path that I know that I've needed to take, that I've been refusing to take, and I can no longer look the other way. I can no longer deny what's in front of me, that this is a path that I, that in order to go where I want to go, I'm going to have to at least start down this path that I've resisted. That doesn't mean that's where I'm going to end up. I I need to be willing to choose to start there. And maybe I'll finish there. I don't know. I just know that I need to start there. So when I hear myself going, oh, God, I really don't want to do this. It's not really, oh, this is not really me. Those are the exact moments where I know this is something, whether I choose to do it now will at some point re-reveal itself and probably with a bit more sting to it because that's how it works. The crescendo will be bigger and louder. At some point, I'm, I'm going to need to look at it. And I may be dreading in some form or fashion in my mind based on my past that somehow like I don't need, I don't want to do this because this is not how I see myself ending up and I don't want to go down this path. Sometimes you have to go down the path to find the next path. Sometimes it's just a leader. It just leads you down a path until you find something else. And that thing that you find is something else. Maybe probably you'd be more resistant if you knew what that was in the moment. Yet through the experiences that you take and the journey that you take 
and the things that you you and I, we, we all get to learn along the way, those are those powerful breakthrough moments. Those are those powerful moments that take us someplace we've never been before. And we can't do that. We really can't do that and for sure can't do it with any kind of sustainability if we're not practicing self-regulation, if we're not finding ways to get back to center, if we're not finding ways to be our best observer, if we're not finding ways to stop ourselves and say, aha, I see where I'm going here. And if I continue to go down this path, I'm going to keep getting the results that I've always gotten. And I've made a statement very clear to myself and to others that I don't want that anymore. That the status quo is is no longer acceptable. And not that the status quo is a bad thing. We have to reach a status quo and an equilibrium in order to maybe get our bearings and get our balance to say, no, I want more. I want bigger. I want better. Yet if we don't have a way to self-regulate our thoughts and we don't have a way to self-regulate our emotions, we don't utilize those tools. And you've heard me say this before, but I call it my inner home depot. I've got a whole tools whole tool store behind me I call my inner home depot. And I'll pull them out from time to time. Why? Because I know that every trigger moment is an opportunity. Every moment of upset is an opportunity. Every moment where my thoughts and my emotions are all over the place is an opportunity. Everywhere. So that's where my focus is going to go. And that's where my energy is going to go. And that's what I want to encourage other people to look at, other people to consider that this is where magic happens. It's not going to happen in a triggered state. It's going to happen when we practice and practice and practice and slowly master this notion of self-regulating. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 